0: Oh. oh,
1: Sophie's well, joining us. As you can Sophie's see, Sophie's choice
0: is <laughs> all right. Sophie, the women in here. black. Come on, baby. Oh I know. Gosh. And we're going to get white <laughs> dog hair all over yep. us. Okay. Hop down, baby. You got this. You got this. Um, so, um, You know, today we wanted to talk about something that has been in the news a lot. Yeah, a lot. It's intense. You know, I feel like every single day someone else is coming out and saying, "Um, this person sexually harassed me or this person sexually assaulted me. And I think there's so much of that right now. And it's created this conversation that really is running the gamut of, um, from sexual harassment, you know, basically someone's, maybe saying something that they shouldn't be saying to you to complete sexual assault where, Mm. you know, women are being, you know, assaulted, sexually raped. And and, and, to do
1: things that they're not um, doing.
0: And then, you know, there's always people chiming in that women are lying or maybe not all the accusations are true. And, um, because what's what's the fun that,
1: that is much like you probably, that is baffling to me because to me, I'm like, Yeah, that's fun. Let me set myself up so that you can call me nasty names and attack my character and me be completely vulnerably exposed and feel a ton of shame anyway. Like, I think maybe people who say that are not realizing when you are sexually abused in any way, when you are harassed, there is a lot of shame that comes with that. Mm -hmm. Innately, there's shame built in. We automatically say, Was my dress too low? Maybe I should have, did I say something? Did I do something? Did Mm -hmm. I cause this? Did I bring this to myself? That's what people naturally, normally do to begin with. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so hard to report. That's why people are taking 15 years to come out with something Mm -hmm. because of the sheer terror that you're gonna say, well, what were you wearing? And how close did you sit? And did you flirt? So we're already terrified of that. Why would I make something up up? so that I could make myself vulnerable, so that you could attack me. I mean, I know it's been done, but I don't think that often, because no. why would someone do that to themselves? It
0: really makes me angry. You know, we did something at the station recently where we posted a a, a topic about how a lot of companies now are not um, serving alcohol at their holiday parties just because of this whole yeah. sexual harassment, sure. sexual assault stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of the first comments that was posted was by a man that said, well, look at the way they dress when they're at those holiday parties, you know? They got their hooker shoes on. You know, they got the low-cut dresses. I mean, what are they supposed to do? Yeah. And so (laughs) I was so angry because I just, I can't believe that people still think that way, first of all. The other argument that really burns me up is when people bring in the fact that I was just giving her a compliment and then she turned me into HR.
1: Well, let's go with the first one for a minute. Cause okay. what just jumped on me. That's fascinating is if you've ever, I mean, we're just, if, if you're like 15, turn this off. Cause we're going to get down and dirty and yeah. raw and just talk real stuff right now. So what just jumped on me is how many men I've had conversations with about strip clubs and they all say the same thing. Oh, you can't touch them. You can't touch them. So let me get this straight. There's a naked girl. She's naked she's straddling you and she's dancing and putting her junk in your face but you know yeah. you, you can't, can't touch, touch her. her you get thrown out the bouncer will beat you up you right. can't that's her body you can't touch her but if we go to a party right and i have a little bit of cleavage and some three inch heels what are they asking for? I mean, what is that? The rule is the rule, folks. If you walk into Starbucks and you don't like the person in front of you and you shove them, it's called assault, assault, which means you can't put your hands on another person that didn't grant you permission, no matter what they say or do or look like. And you know what, that same guy probably adheres to that rule, yeah. I bet he doesn't punch somebody in the parking lot just because he some mad yeah. because you can't do it, it's against the law. Yeah. But somehow this is permission? Right. No, absolutely not.
0: You know, I think this, I, I really am, I, I'm sad that this whole Harvey Weinstein thing happened because I feel like these were powerful women that for so long kept quiet because mm. of that shame Or because you don't want to rock the boat or because you don't want to lose your job or whatever it is Um, you know and I've never been sexually um, harassed to the to the level that I feel um, needed to be reported and maybe that's something that 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 will change within all of us fascinating statement right to the degree
1: that needs to be be reported
0: Degree that needs to be reported because you feel like you don't want to make a big deal or you don't want to rock the boat. Mm -hmm. But, you know, people have said things to me that are completely inappropriate. Um, And not just, you know, in a place of work, but also um, online. Mm -hmm. Some of the stuff that people say to me, and I'm like, I cannot believe that you would ever say that to a woman if you walked up to her in person. Sure, that they, you know. know, That you don't know. Up. Pause. Well, Hold I on
1: want to respond to what you said about people. What you were just talking about people saying things to you online that's inappropriate, and you had said you know that men might say you know I just gave a compliment. And mm-hmm. so what I want to you know we these videos are to teach. So mm-hmm. let me be gentle here. <laughs> and if you've conned your husband into watching, or if there is <laughs> men watching, which we do have men that watch, and thank you, and I love and I love that. Mm-hmm. But you know let's be very clear here you can compliment someone and I so appreciate that I've had such beautiful comments where men have said you know I love those shoes those are really nice my wife or you look
0: beautiful today you look beautiful today or you know
1: my wife would love those boots where did Mm -hmm. you get those those are really those are fun those are Mm -hmm. you know and they're very appropriate and then I've had people who can say hi but they say hey Hey. yeah and they add a sexual energy to it and if you don't know what sexual energy is research this because If you're feeling tingly in your body and you're feeling attracted to somebody, you need to really safeguard how you're communicating because Mm -hmm. sexual energy is a powerful thing. And if you're leading with that while you're giving a compliment, you're going to possibly make the other person feel uncomfortable. uncomfortable. And it might be unwanted Mm -hmm. sexual energy that you're placing on them and make them feel even scared or uncomfortable. And just to have some empathy and compassion, I know parking lots are a very scary place for me. Mm when I go to Publix at night and I walk out and there's somebody who walks up to me in my space, no matter what they're saying or doing, Mm -hmm. I'm a woman by myself at night. I'm going to feel scared and anxious. And so I think sometimes men don't understand that intimidation factor. And as a therapist, I will tell you, I've spent years working with couples where a woman will say, he scares me and I will turn my head to the man and he will go like this, what? And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. You're 6'2". She's Mm 5'4". You're 230 pounds. She's 125 pounds. Mm -hmm. She grew up in possibly neighborhoods where people got beat up or whatever. You are intimidating, Mm -hmm. even though in your mind, you're saying, I would never hurt my wife. I would never lay a hand on anybody. Men can be intimidating to women Mm -hmm. so please build some space for that Mm -hmm. you know and so with you add that you're bigger you're taller you're in a power position and you're sending a sexual message Mm -hmm. it's not the same as going hey I love that dress that's so pretty I love the black and white it's a great you know great colors together that's different than sexualizing someone
0: Yeah and I and you know that that was the argument for a lot of people on social media this week is that you know they know people you know everyone knows people <laughs> They know people who have gotten in trouble at work for sexually harassing someone when they were just giving a compliment. And I would argue (laughs) how they gave that compliment or what they said or what phrasing they used or how they used their body uh, would turn it from a compliment into sexual harassment.
1: Well, and you know, this is where this gets dicey. And I've seen this. I have friends that work in, I'm not going to call them out, but that work in environments where there's a lot of men and women together and they're, all really good friends and there's a lot of joking there's a lot of joking and so Mm -hmm. that to me is an easy place to get into Mm -hmm. trouble because like your work's a perfect example there's four or five of us milling around Mm -hmm. four of us are like on board joking silly Mm -hmm. i know you don't mean anything you know i don't mean anything but then there's one person who's really uncomfortable with that and that's fine there's no judgment against them but that's when you get into those dicey environments because The joking is inappropriate, but there's three out of four that are fine with it. But right. then there's one person who's is getting not. triggered and feeling uncomfortable. And they're right; that's that's their right, okay. and I understand that. Those environments, I can understand that happening. Right. Compliments I can't even get on board with. But that really makes sense to me when mm-hmm. there's kind of the raunchy joking and everybody feels safe except one or two one people. Or two people. And that's fair. And yeah. I think, and you know, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe this is a
0: platform to discuss how to do
1: that differently.
0: Well, but I don't think it is. Because if we're talking about sexual harassment and we're talking about sexual assault, I don't think that has any... When you've been truly sexually assaulted or sexually harassed, to the point that these Harvey Weinsteins and these sort of people were doing it. I don't think the I gave a compliment but it got taken the wrong way argument belongs in that conversation. No,
1: I agree. And I think that it is still something that needs to happen at the workplace of discussing Joking and things right. like that and maybe that's something that we discuss at meetings and mm-hmm. say hey, you know If you're not comfortable, please set a boundary. You know right. I those broke jokes are not okay with me And that's a separate issue, but
0: and it is a hundred percent a separate issue And I think in those cases women need to be better about saying yeah Or men funny. you right. know whoever it is that's feeling uncomfortable need to be better about saying guys that's Mm-mm. making me uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, hey guys, let's not, let's not talk about, let's not say that kind of stuff anymore. Right. I really think we need to get better about being better with our boundaries. Right. I agree in the workplace. I mean, when it's not such a clear case, I mean, I think these, these other cases where we're talking about yeah. people in power that have yeah. clearly abused their power, that's not a, you know, you're never going to be able to set boundaries with that person.
1: Right. And I do think that, that a tool to give to those people that are in those in-between environment mm-hmm. is I love to to add a joking tone but have the statement be real. So I'll often, when somebody does something, it's I'm pretty hard to offend. But, you know, I'll go inappropriate, inappropriate, flag on yeah. the play, you know, inappropriate talk, you know, inappropriate, inappropriate language, right. inappropriate sexualization, you know, like I'll set a boundary, mm-hmm. but it's ha-ha-ha funny, but I'm letting right. you know, like, nah, that yeah, was that's a little okay. over the line, right? Yeah. So, you know, you can, I think there's subtle ways of doing that where you do mm-hmm. set a boundary and you don't feel like you're the you know,
0: party pooper. Right. You know? So have you ever had any sort of, um, like, she's in the news. <laughs> she just goes right for it. She just, she well, just, I talked just, about mine. She I feel like right in there. you need to talk about yours. <laughs>
1: well, you know, I is <laughs> well, a little more, well, yeah, I was saying to Suzanne earlier, you know, um, I, I've been very, blessed, I guess, in that I've had my own business for a long time. And so my boss is pretty cool. She doesn't sexualize me. Um, so I have She's a, amazing, great, by the way. I have a great I boss. and boss. She's not too flirty, just enough. Um, so I don't have a lot of that in my workplace. Um, you know, I, I guess I could look at the fact that I have male clients. I set a pretty yeah. severe tone as far as Um, you know really holding my boundaries so I've been really blessed that I haven't and and that's not to say that other people who have been Mm -hmm. harassed by their clients aren't setting the boundary but I've just been really fortunate that way but my history um, with sexual Assault, sexual harassment is is sexual abuse from childhood and those boundaries being violated as a child. So it, it actually is something that kind of fits into all of this because often what you're going to see with these sexual harassment cases is that when you are violated as a child, um, in my case it was a babysitter when I was young and then of course exactly what I'm about to say once those boundaries are violated you get blurred and it Mm -hmm. opens Pandora's box because Mm -hmm. now you kind of expect to be violated Mm -hmm. and so then you go through life kind of with open boundaries and not really letting anybody know hey I'm uncomfortable you're kind of Mm -hmm. too close please don't touch me you know so and there's so much shame and once that shame is deposited in a in a sexual encounter as a child being molested as a child by a babysitter an uncle whatever it may be once that is in place you are a little bit predisposed to, to those that, other for encounters the rest of your for the rest of your life, yeah. unless you do some really intense therapy work, which of course I've done. But it really is a little bit of a setup, especially like if you're like me, molested at a young age, then at 13, 14, 15, you know, I was mm-hmm. in those environments or even in dating situations where I didn't choose the healthiest people that mm-hmm. were able to respect my boundaries and I didn't set the proper boundaries. Um, date rape, that kind of thing can happen and did happen in my case. So we do see a lot of this kind of all tying together and I think it was even Corey Feldman that you know talked about that that concept of like mm-hmm. there's so much shame when you're abused especially at a young age that you just feel like you have no voice it's like your voice is plucked from you at three four five ten years old and then you have no voice and so kind of whatever happens and so this is a big thing right now of well why didn't she come forward sooner, sooner. well because if you were abused at a younger age you are basically trained mm-hmm. to zip it mm-hmm. And to carry all the shame of the perpetrator and of the predator and to believe that you must have done something to cause it. So that by the time you're 22 and you're working and somebody violates you, you're like, yeah, I kind of saw that coming because
0: why wouldn't I? You know, and the interesting thing that someone told said to me on social media because people were saying, well, why are all these people coming out now? And she said, because they're triggered they're, they're seeing other women come forward and now they're triggered and they're Mm -hmm. saying, that happened to me too. I had one woman reach out to me and say, you know, this brought up so much for me. I was sitting down with my mom Mm -hmm. and told her about an incident that happened to me and then she told me about something that Mm -hmm. happened to her about how she was, you know, sexually assaulted when she was a young mother. And so, These are things that were kept quiet within their family forever until this stuff started coming out. And they're like, holy crap,
1: I'm not alone here. I'm not alone. And we have a culture that blames the victim. victim. And so, when you see a movement like this and you've been holding on to it for years and you see that people are listening to the victim mm-hmm. and that the victim has a voice and they're not blaming the victim, you're going to get on board. You're triggered and now you feel like, oh my goodness, somebody might not call me a drama queen or an attention seeker mm-hmm. or. Whatever it may be that people, you know, shame the victim and blame and, the victim. And the
0: issue with these people that are that they're coming out about are they're people in positions of power. They are in Congress. They mm-hmm. are in Hollywood. They are, you know, very high-powered men. And so, yeah, it's an immediate assumption that you're lying. Yeah, you know, it's definitely. an. I mean, I heard it even in the newsroom when people would come out. Oh, this can't. This one can't be true too. And I'm right. thinking. Yes, it can. And they're doing and it, it for attention. Right. And so I just it makes me so angry. So maybe take a step back before you instantly assume that someone must be lying. And because I think what you said is is so true, you know. It is very difficult if you have truly been sexually assaulted or harassed to come out and um and tell your story yeah and
1: also you need to remember when you are in these situations like let's just look at over the past few years there was a case um, you'll know exactly because you're in the news but Mm -hmm. the case of the young girl who was up in the boarding school slash college and it was a ritual among the men to try to bed down at right as they were graduating and So she was, you know, she felt seduced and coerced and then it was a big rape case and the kid was like, you know, 19 years old, 21 years old. And and I think, I I can't remember, I think she lost, Mm -hmm. I think she lost or, or she won, but then he kind of got a slap on, on the, the wrist. wrist. And it's yeah. this concept of almost that she had to prove right. that she didn't send any mixed messages and that she didn't wear a skimpy dress. And she—it's right. like all this stuff you have to prove.
0: Well, and in those cases, like for instance, we just had a case not too long ago where a where a, a young man had um, had raped an unconscious woman outside of mm-hmm. a you know out, outside a, of a, a college ball. outside yeah. of a frat yep. party or yep. whatever it was. And, um, he got, he did get a slap on the wrist. He got six months. Ugh. He'd raped this woman. Right. And he got Unconscious, not moving. Right. And, and, he, and it, the witnesses. judge's argument was that, that, um, he had a bright future. That was the judge's argument. I guess he oh. was like a lacrosse star or a soccer star. Oh, I don't okay. remember the whole details, oh. but I mean, it's crazy to me that, that, that it's not taken, you know, it's like rape. Eh. It's just rape.
1: But if the judge, if the judge had been sodomized while while unconscious, right? I'm curious if that might have
0: gone a little differently. I mean, there was a ton of backlash against that judge for that, but it was, you know, it's just crazy. It's crazy to me, and I'm glad that I'm glad that has come out now because I feel Mm -hmm. like this is um, it's a reckoning. I feel like it's Mm -hmm. it's a turning point in our society that women aren't afraid to to speak out anymore, and not just women who are. You know, these are powerful women. These are women that you know, have a big voice yeah. and to think that they were kept quiet for so long because of the shame.
1: Well, the other thing I would like to ask of kind of the universe at large right now is there's something that I call the pendulum swing mm-hmm. in any situation. If I have a client who comes into me and I would call them maybe a mouse, they come in and every time I say, well, did you say how you felt? And they're like, no, you know, yeah. like I never said, you know, and they're like a mouse and they never speak up and they and they feel like they don't have a voice. I, you know, I put it that they're, they're here, right? Mm -hmm. And then when we start working in therapy and I'm encouraging and encouraging and we're stirring the pot, then they come back and they almost always come back. Let's say five weeks later, you know, two months later and they go, I keep telling everybody off. (laughs) I'm like screaming (laughs) and this girl cut me off and I was (laughs) waving. Quiet woman
0: has now got her voice. (laughs) The mouse is now a monster and they're like,
1: oh my goodness. And I say, no, 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 don't worry. The pendulum swings." swings because If I say to somebody hey where's the middle ground here you'd be like what do you mean (laughs) right but if I say where's the middle ground here you could put your hand right Mm -hmm. in the middle and that's the goal but no one finds the middle from one end so most of us have to go all All the the way way to the other side now if you give that to this scenario okay I will give you that Now there's permission in the world Mm -hmm. and people are listening that you're going to hear from the person who's been raped, sodomized, molested, all of it, all the way to the person who's like, I don't like the way he winked at me when I walked by. You are going to hear all that because they feel safe. They feel justified, Mm -hmm. but there will be a middle middle ground ground here. And so please because of this person please don't throw out everybody else because somebody's you know says well he brushed my leg and
0: and it it, made me uncomfortable you know
1: whatever I mean so find that there's a middle ground and don't be so quick to discount because I think a Mm -hmm. lot of people
0: do that they just wipe out all oh god it's so extreme and you know dramatic and you know because if you read some of the stuff of Harvey Weinstein and Matt Lauer I mean it's Pretty that shocking. one, I gotta
1: be honest, that one broke my, my heart. heart. And I gotta say, I'm broke watching a of today, heart. I'm watching the Today Show every day, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not grabbing me like it used to. I mean, I'm I so sad and shocked. Yeah, I think a
0: lot of people are. And Charlie Rose, I mean, I think a lot of people are. It just, it's crazy, but that just shows you how pervasive it is. It just yes. shows you that you Know for so long it was accepted and it was okay, and yeah. it's not okay, yeah. it's not it's okay, it's not okay. And
1: please share your voice. And if you don't feel comfortable, um, just kind of a, another plug, always I'm a therapist, so if you don't feel comfortable saying me too and, and putting your mm-hmm. information out there, if this is triggering you, please go and do some therapy and healing mm-hmm. because it affects everything. And I know for me, my God, 20 years of therapy was about reclaiming my sexuality because when you're abused or when you're, raped or harassed and a lot of times will make you pull in and and, oh well Mm -hmm. I can never you know I don't want to dress and it kind of shuts you down and and your sexuality is yours yeah. and it's a part of you you know spiritual emotional physical sexual it's a part of you so if you feel like you gave yours up long time ago in a date rape or a rape or an assault or any of these things please do go work with somebody there's Mm -hmm. so many amazing techniques that right now they're using in therapy to heal people very quickly in allowing them to reclaim their sexuality and feel safe and not feel the shame no need for you to carry the shame anymore of the perpetrator Yeah,
0: that's good advice all right and please leave your comments share this video with anyone who you think might need it or share it on your Facebook page Mm -hmm. please that is the biggest compliment you can give Mm -hmm. us like our page like it like our um, our videos and make sure you leave a a compliment be sure and leave a compliment would (laughs) you Do but a comment would work just hey, as well that's what we
1: like
0: <laughs> and a comment too and if you have any um show ideas or episode ideas please please please, please yeah, send to them help. to us please let us know because we are definitely open to anything that you want us to talk about yes all right what your friends won't tell you that's today's episode thank you for watching bye guys bye